What's up, everybody? We've got a new partner alert, DNVR fam. We've partnered with a premier dispensary for you guys with smoking hot deals to offer. Solace Meds has four convenient Colorado locations, one in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, and one just blocks away from the DNVR bar on East Colfax. They have some incredible deals this month, including Memorial Day. Buy three, get one free entire store. Remember, all of these amazing deals you can take advantage of and get that additional 20 percent off your entire purchase when you use the promo code dnvr20 at checkout when you make your purchase be sure to use that code like i said dnvr20 you can order online and pick up at your convenience just head to solacemeds.com and purchase from there that's s-o-l-a-c-e meds.com get online and purchase or head to one of their four convenient locations and let us know when you do Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey breaking through. Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Landeskog. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dump two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Grubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me. Take a good luck. You won't see it for long. Two-run home run. Trevor Story. Lock. End zone. Touchdown. Number two for Sutton. Got it! Oh, man! That's from way downtown! And the blue arrow is flying at Pepsi Center. Score! It's too good to be true! But believe it! Oh, hell, hell! Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, the official brewery of DNVR. And we love all the beers, of course, but DNVR just found out, same with all the people, that Breckenridge Brewery is coming out with their good company, Lemonade Seltzers. And we are just so freaking excited. Justin Michaels already having one today, said the lemonade one is amazing. I mean, it's the weekend. We, we all have to go get some. Like, we have to try it. It's the yeah. weekend. It's freaking weekend. Yeah, I, I'm, okay, I'm, we my hands are free work. right now. We I got to cover this. Work, but it's the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to cover this winner's lounge tonight, but it's a Friday night winner's lounge, so it's a lemonade lounge for sure. Mm, and lemonade I say, lounge. I got to say, today and tomorrow, it's just going to be a crazy time at the DMVR bar. You should come down. We've got back-to-backs, Nuggets and Avs, back-to-back at the same exact time. They play tonight. They play tomorrow. It is going to be so much fun. And, of course, we've also got the Rockies playing. They take on the Cardinals. So it's a busy weekend, as always, in Colorado. And we'll jump right into our subject of the day. We're going to talk about, mainly, who is the ideal playoff matchup for the Avs and the Nuggets as the regular season is coming to a close in the next week and a half, two weeks. So, AJ, let's start with the Avs. Who is the ideal playoff matchup for them, in your opinion, at this point? Um, uh, it doesn't matter. It, um, I knew he was going to say well, that. It, it, just, <laughs> it really, like, it's either, it's the, the likeliest is either uh, St. Louis or Minnesota, and there's not really a major difference between the two. Um, they're pretty similar in a lot of ways. The big, the big thing is um, Minnesota really seems to be playing over their head in in my opinion 
they have outproduced their their results have 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 been a lot higher than the level of their play. Uh, they've gotten really good goaltending, uh, and they've they've kind of found their way through a lot of tight games. And I just I'm I'm just really not that afraid of what they can do. Just the way that they match up. Uh, we saw in in their in their actual eight games that they played against each other, the Avs blew them out three on three times, three separate occasions. Um, to to be fair, Minnesota blew them out in return in two of those games as well. Uh, but really, Colorado did not did not struggle a whole lot in that in that season series, uh, and and in a in a postseason series where backup goaltending probably doesn't play a role. And uh, assuming that they're relatively healthy, that they get, you know, at least a Sam Gerrard and a Brandon Saad back. And it sounds like those guys are on track to return um, potentially as early as next week. Um, As long as those guys are healthy. I mean, if they get Bowen Byram or some of these other, some of these other, other guys back, that's even better. But assuming the big guns are all healthy, um, I'm, I'm not worried at all about Minnesota. I, I just, you know, I, Probably a probably a six or seven game series, yeah. but I just think that Colorado. I, I just Colorado has too much right now, um, and and the the way that the Wild have succeeded is not going to fly against Colorado. The way that the way that they get by against against Vegas makes a lot of sense because Vegas and Minnesota have a lot of the same strengths and weaknesses, and so they're not really able to capitalize on each other's biggest weakness, which is center depth. And Colorado can Colorado, Colorado absolutely smashes all of the teams that they're getting ready to potentially play in the postseason down the middle. That's what separates them. They have Nathan McKinnon none of the other teams do the closest thing that any of the other teams ha- have to a Nathan McKinnon is Ryan O'Reilly. He's a great player in his own, in his own right. McKinnon. Not on level. Well, and they had eight games against each other this year and McKinnon, ate him alive in seven of those games. If you want to be generous, six of those games. Otherwise, O'Reilly was a total non-factor. Like he had the hat trick in the one game. He had a four, he had the one four point game. That was it. That was, that was it. That O'Reilly, Ryan O'Reilly just was not good against the abs this year outside of the one. And so St. Louis, St. Louis is more of a, Avs fans are a lot more afraid of them because St. Louis has been playing well lately. Historically, that matchup isn't great. They won a cup two years ago, so they have they have the magic fairy dust of experience and championship medal and all the all those pretend things that we assign teams like like they're super duper important. And I just I like I'm not a buy. I, I don't buy into the the mythology of the championship team. So that's about it. That is the most unsurprising thing. And I would love to clip that moment where you start yeah. saying that and everyone is on this panel yeah. is just smiling like, yep, that's I we mean, know. That's our buddy. That's our guy. <laughs> if you're gonna give me credit for one thing, it should be consistency. To be fair to AJ, it's kind of rare to like have like dynasties and win multiple championships in short periods of time. So maybe the uh, championship pedigree thing is overrated. I mean, the Broncos had championship pedigree in 2016 
they didn't even make the playoffs. And, you know, we know what's happened after that. So that's just one example. But he's kind of right. Like, how often do you see a team win even two and three years? It's That's extremely rare. Yeah. I feel like Especially- championship – Go ahead, Ellie. Sorry. Especially hockey, like the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, it's just, there's so many variants. Like, it isn't just like a best team wins every single year. There's so much that happens in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, it could be a goalie just getting hot and leading the team to the end. And so I feel like there's just even more chance, like, less of a chance of that happening with hockey. Yeah. And so these three examples here the Penguins won three cups over the course of like a decade. Um, the the Kings won, I think, two cups across like four years, and they were an eighth seed in one of them. So it was very, and they came back from a three nothing deficit in the first round. Like that was a very like that that was the magic pixie fairy dust run for the Kings. The Hawks is really the only one that I like. That's that was a dynasty. Mm-hmm. Like, three three cups in six years was legit, and but, those happen. Like it's I'm like, not saying they, it never happens. It does. They do occur, but. You look at you look at St. Louis. They won their cup, and they've they've gotten a little bit worse every year since then. Um, if it was not for the comically soft division that they were in this season, they probably would not be in the postseason right now. Uh, they they most likely would not have survived the injury issues and the two months of them being really mediocre. Uh, so. Is, is there a matchup, AJ, that you that you think Avs fans want? Like, forget just because best chance to advance, but whether that's a revenge narrative or, you know, this would get the, the, the guys fired up in round one right off the bat. Yeah, I think Minnesota makes a lot of sense. It's the big rival. There are some, there's, there's some salt still there from 2013-14. Uh, Minnesota has a 2-1 record against Colorado in the postseason in their history. Uh, you know, they infamously ended Patrick Waugh's career. They won Game Seven in Denver on home ice um, in a in a game that the Avs had four separate one goal leads in 2013-14. Like, there's all the reasons in the world, and and everybody feels like this Colorado team is significantly better, yeah, than Minnesota. <laughs> Literally but, all the comments yeah. are, I want Minnesota because I hate them. Minnesota, stomp the cramp out of Minnesota. Cramp? Stomp the crap out of Minnesota. Uh, so everyone agrees with you, AJ. So, yeah. You, you'll all uh, really enjoy this um, in the comments and AJ as well, and maybe you guys too. Well, so I'm at Fire on the Mountain yesterday with Brandon doing a, one of the, uh, a wing review. And there's a guy, they were showing the... Yep, check out the TikTok. Um, there's a guy who was watching, and they had the replay of the Avs San Jose game on, and he like turns around. He's like, "Hey, are you guys hockey fans?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Is this game live?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Oh, okay. I just wasn't sure." Like, I'm from Minnesota, and like, uh, I kind of follow the teams, but like, I think we were just the worst sports city like in history. We haven't won a championship since like 1993. Uh, the Vikings suck. The Wild suck, and like, he was just from Minnesota. It was just dunking on Minnesota for like five straight minutes, and he's like. All right. Well, anyways, you guys have a nice day and left. <laughs> he's not, he's the not frustrations wrong. that he like, wanted to let out. <laughs> Minneapolis, like if it weren't for Miami, um, Minneapolis would really have a strong case. I guess it, I guess Atlanta Cleveland? exists too. Clip, Cleveland, Cleveland won their title. They're they're good. Like sixty <laughs> years ago, but I guess it's no, just, uh, dude, they had Cleveland oh, yeah, well, like I, okay, well, a couple years ago. Yeah. The, 
The Browns just made the playoffs. Like things are things are at least like <laughs> and then you get a, there's a special Browns scale. I well, there's like it's like it's like with Buffalo. Sure, the you know the 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 Sabers still exist, but the Bills are actually on the up and up legitimately. Like they're fun and they're lovable and people like them and blah 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 blah. But Minnesota just sucks. Like uh, the, the Twins. I, was I mean, say, the Twins have had a. They've been decent for the last five, six years. But. Yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. They set the record for the longest postseason losing streak ever. They didn't win a game in any of their postseason appearances that's, for twenty that's years. Still going. Yeah, it's wild because they get to the post. Like in order to set that record, you have to get to the postseason. So Rockies fans can only say so much. But yeah, they. they it's not just that they haven't won a series. They haven't won a postseason game. Right. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, we've got Ben. 15. We've got Ben in here being a little mean. He said, "Is Drew going to tell us uh-huh, who he uh, wants man. the Rockies to face in the playoffs?" Rocks cards, Rock- baby. The Rockies are smoking hot, as far as I'm. Yeah, concerned. they are. Let him be excited about the, the Rockies again. right now. <laughs> Bring them on. Uh, so we had uh, Billy at first in the comments. AJ said, "If the Avs are scared of any team, then they aren't ready to win the cup." Just my opinion. Bring yeah. on anyone. <laughs> I can I can tell you in that room, they're not afraid of anything. Yeah, uh, they're they're not they're not sitting around like, oh no, we're gonna play Vegas. Like they feel good. They they feel good about themselves against anybody. That's not that's not an arrogance thing. That's just a they Facts. feel good. Like yeah. they just feel good. They they feel like they have the talent in that room to win. There's no there's no worrying about anybody else from them. So the NHL, the playoffs are going to start, but we just don't know when right now. Um, so AJ, <laughs> you talked about yeah. on uh, the Avs podcast how momentum has a lot to do with things, and especially with teams that are playing hot right now. There's a chance that they don't they play right away, or they don't play for like a week and a half, and how that can affect the teams and the matchups. Yeah. I mean, they, it really just kind of depends on what the NHL wants to do because they have the North division playing an extra week longer to, to make up from some of the games that they had to, had to miss. Um, so whatever they want to do, right? Like they could, I, me personally, uh, the, the abs finish next Friday on the 13th, um, next Thursday on the 13th. No, th- yes, Thursday. Okay. Uh, and I fully expect their first round series to start the following Monday. Nice. Or or like I, I should say, I, I would expect the other three divisions to start the following Monday. And then they'll, they'll probably stagger everything. And then the North Division will just have to catch up at some point. The North yeah. Division is going to have its own separate problems anyway. Brandon says hi. Hi, to Brandon. Everyone, everyone says hi. Brandon. Oh gosh! Up, Pray guys? for our ears. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said they said hi. <laughs> okay, um, continue, AJ. Sorry. Yeah, no, I um, uh, I the North Division is going to have all kinds of problems. Um, they the border restrictions haven't been lifted, uh, so whoever comes out of that division is going to have to go and temporarily live in some random city, and just play like it's their home so they don't they aren't whoever has home ice advantage is not going to have home ice advantage uh, when they come out of there so it's going to be it's going to be a really weird postseason yeah yeah how long until we get to play a new team uh you have to get to round three 
Else. Yeah, because it's so uh, sick of these teams. <laughs> it's it's one through four, and then the uh, and two and three in the first round from the division, and then the winners, uh, and then after that, we like this season the way it ended up being. It's just like you really do get sick of these teams that they've just seen over and over and over again. Yeah, me personally, I think that's part of Colorado's problem right now. Um, mm. I think there's a. I, th- I think there's a, a boredom uh, starting to creep in. I also think that there's a bunch of guys that are nicked up and they're just kind of, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going full bore. We have a clinched postseason spot already. I'm not going to give that extra little 2% against the sharks for playoff positioning. If that 2% means that I could get hurt, you know, and miss the playoffs entirely. It's just it's when when you clinch that early, it's it's hard to stay focused, um, and I think we're seeing that of all the teams, all even Vegas and Minnesota, all of their levels have dropped um, collectively. Um, they're all just kind of like, okay, let's get let's get through this. You know, Vegas and Minnesota just had a bloodbath of a two game series that was fun, but before that, you know, Minnesota and and St. Louis played a real ho hum series. It, it, point being, all these teams are bored. They they all clinched weeks ago. They're all just trying to get to the postseason um, healthy, and they want to win the division. That's all good and well, but as of right now, I think that's taking a back seat too. We just we just want to make it healthy. Yeah, and it's been boring. And I mean, they they're already in, so I feel like some of these losses, like obviously they lost three in a row with a lot of players out, um, and some yeah. fans were freaking out. But there is like it doesn't necessarily matter if they win or lose at this very moment, but you, you guys on the abs post game um, the other night were frustrated just with the performance necessarily. Cause it felt. Well, it's, it's, it's one thing when you lose game, like you play well and you lose a game because of a, a bouncer, your goalie doesn't play well, or, you know, you, you take a bad penalty and that ends up, you know, that ends up hurting you. It's another thing entirely when your top line, like the leaders of your gang here, just totally shit the bed. Like they're the worst players on the team. They they're just awful. Like they can't be they can't be that bad. They can't be that lazy because it was it was bad habits that like they were up to nothing. They were playing really well. Everything was fine. And then the top line completely unplugged. And went to sleep and got scored on. They got scored on twice and then took an offensive zone penalty that led to the game winning goal. Like it was, it was just, it was just bad hockey. Like it's just bad hockey. And and that's what you don't want to see from like the very best of what, uh, of what you have on your roster. Now it's not, it's not something that happened has happened a lot. It was just the one night. It sucked. I fully, I fully expect that at some point they will have one more beatdown in them in this regular season where everything comes together and they just smoke somebody and we're all like, okay, things are fine. Yeah. But you do want to see, like, with the schedule that they have coming up, you do want to see them at least three and two to finish out the season. All right. Quickly, before we move on, Alex Newhook, what do you think? Are we uh, going to see more of him? Yeah. Yeah, I think the I think uh, game one justified a game two, and we'll we'll go from there. They have every reason to just give him the last the the now the last five games of the regular season to just 
see what he has. Yeah. It's uh, exciting. He, yeah, he was dynamic. Uh, there were there were elements of the game that you liked. The best thing is, is that he played within himself and he played he played with confidence. Uh, a lot of times you see guys get either way too amped up or they're way too timid, and he didn't do either one of those things. But he he still he he attempted to make plays that only a confident guy would would attempt, and he was successful in some of them. So I'm only feeling good about what New Hook brought, but five games we'll see, we'll see how it goes he almost scored a goal or there was one moment where it was kind of close and ryan and i were like oh my god and then it didn't happen but i mean you, you kill mccarr is special you can't just make, score a goal your first day, nhl debut every time so but it was exciting <laughs> all right like i said today is a busy day tomorrow's a busy day it's a busy day to place bets we know you guys want to make money we like making money ryan you had leg one of DMVR bets daily earlier. What is one bet that you were placing on DraftKings Sportsbook tonight? Uh, I believe it was the great philosopher Eric Beatum who once mentioned <laughs> taking a bet until time itself stops. Uh, <laughs> and for me, that bet is MPJ over two and a half threes. If you put that bet in front of me, I will take it until t- until time itself stops. So, uh, Michael Porter Jr. to cash in three three pointers tonight. Count me in. All right. How do you feel about that one, vote? Do you agree with the philosopher Eric Weedham? Love it. It's always good. Another sneaky good one right now is fading Porter rebounds. Um, the rebounds are way down for Porter since Murray went down, but the line on DraftKings still looks a lot like his season average. Lately, he's been under that, so that's another one I'd take. But RK's is a RK's is a lock. Are you we like your overs? Head we want overs. <laughs> that's right. Um, oh, sorry. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the other one, which uh, I, on the show I credited to our friend Dale, Dan Fellman today, he said uh, Faku over three and a half rebounds. Um, Faku's been hitting the boards, and we know Utah likes to jack up long shots, long shots, long rebounds. That's good for guard rebounding. Love there it. you go. Love Besides basketball, you've got hockey. You can bet on anything on DraftKings Sportsbook. But right now, to celebrate the big fight happening this weekend, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering new users the opportunity to get 55 to 1 odds on either main event fighter to win this weekend's fight. That's $1. And if the fighter of your choice wins, you cash $55. DraftKings Sportsbook, it's just the best. We all love it. Um, You should definitely get in on it. I've gotten some awesome odds boost, profit boost. Get, it keeps you betting, and it's just a fun – it makes the fun the games a little more fun. So download that top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code DMVR when you sign up for a limited time only. All new users can be can bet $1 to win $55 on this weekend's main event. That's right. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one 800 522 Four seven zero zero. Strava Craft Coffee. It's going to be a busy, busy two days. We're going to be drinking a lot of Strava Craft Coffee down here at the bar. We've got our cold brew tap right over there. Vote was just talking about how much he loves Strava Craft Coffee, and I honestly can't believe that "honking like a goose" became an actual saying that we like say all the time now. Yeah, actual feels like it's doing a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> there, but yeah, it's a. I wonder how the partner feels about that. those words <laughs> do come out of people's mouths in that order. Yeah, they <laughs> did. Honestly, I can't believe they haven't uh, like made a goose part of their branding at this point. <laughs> 
Or at least send an angry email. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Either or. But our friends over at Strava Craft Coffee aren't necessarily feeling all of that love right now from you guys like they normally do. So to change that, they're offering a new code to everyone. You can save 25% off your first purchase when you use the code DNVR25. Not only do we love what Strava tastes like, and we pretty much run off coffee because we truly do. I think I need another one for sure after this podcast. Uh, but it also has CBD in It's also CBD infused. Helps with any um, ailments. If you're like shaky after you drink coffee or if it gives you any anxiety at all it really really helps with all of that drew also loves strava craft coffee we all love strava craft coffee drew true I, it's basically my water i drink <laughs> it's, it's not even a joke like i and i and i couldn't drink coffee like that before there like there'd be a natural cutoff because it's like it shakes sure. and all the stuff that comes from you know drinking way too much coffee now i can drink strava all day long and i don't get any of that crap so and i sleep better at night it's lit i say at the beginning of every rockies podcast that it's potentially life-altering and it's kind of i think just become part of something that people hear but it's not a joke like yeah if you're if you're like me and you drink way too much coffee switch to strava it will literally change your life there you go. Don't forget to use the code DMVR20 for 25% off. Plus, they have a subscription service, which is awesome, which means coffee just gets sent to your door every month or however you want it, which oh, that makes it so much easier. You don't have to worry about it. It just shows up. We love it. Um, all right. Let's jump in to the Nuggets. Vote. Who is the ideal playoff matchup for Denver? There are a lot of layers to this one, guys. I'm glad. Um, let's it's... talk about it. As it's so right now, Nug's, Nug's sitting at four. AJ's uh, like, it with doesn't Dallas. matter. Like, yeah, it's a little be... different than AJ's. My thesis it matters is. a lot. It matters a lot. Um, so right now, guys, they're in that four slotted with Dallas with the five seed. Um, Dallas is probably the matchup I would pick. I think you want to get them to the other side of the bracket um, for the second round, but we can talk about that in a second. Dallas, I think one of the reasons Denver made the Aaron Gordon trade they really, really like the way Gordon has played Doncic in the past. And, you know, in, in the past, it's been Gary. Gordon's a little bigger. So they like him to guard those wings of L.A., but they also feel like they have an option for Luka, which is really layer one, two, and three of beating Dallas. Then beyond that, I think even with all the injuries, the Nuggets just do have the horses. They probably still have more horses. And when your lead horse is the MVP, great. So Dallas is good. Dream catcher. Portland, uh, dream catcher. That's right. Portland, I like too. I just don't think there's any way Portland can defend Denver. Even after these injuries, Denver still looks like a defense first kind of team right now, but they cannot guard Porter. They cannot guard Jokic. And I think the Nuggets have had a mental sort of edge on Portland since they lost that seven game series. And I know that sounds funny, but Denver was the better team in that series. They walked away from their playoffs debut, knowing that having fallen short, I think they really want to play Portland, and I can't imagine Portland beating them. So I Portland think fans Dallas. also like that that series like brought some like true rivalry. Like obviously there was already some um, with Nurkic and everything like that, but sure. I mean I felt I felt Denver being angry and like I, chants in the stadium about being sassy and all these things. Like I think oh. that would be a fun series. You also had that turbo dork from Portland with the uh, the noise meter right. on his phone. <laughs> the Spano tweet, too. Also, oh, my with gosh. The couple so each other. Each other. <laughs> yeah. I think that's – so that's the sort of Minnesota option here, right? And that's, I think, maybe what the fans want. Now, there is an elephant in the room here. The Lakers are a horrible matchup for the Nuggets, have been for two, three years. 
what what are the Lakers right now? Where is LeBron James? L- literally, where is LeBron James and why? Uh, that's yeah, the like, those are the questions. Those are questions we're currently asking right now. He's just so, not at the facility. Like the comments that was, came out yesterday were crazy. So you guys remember he missed that Denver game at the time we thought due to right ankle soreness, he's still dealing with that high right ankle sprain. Now Frank Vogel is saying LeBron just simply um, wasn't there. Wasn't injury related, just wasn't there. So listen, <laughs> there are some question marks in LA right now. AD's health is, is right there. Uh, I know the Nuggets just went in, played a poor game, lost to the Lakers. But what what at what point do you look at this and go, who are the Lakers? Are they going to have any horses? And how close are they mentally to breaking? So while that is... That is still the matchup you're afraid of because, of course, if they're healthy, everyone should be. Will they be healthy? So th- there are a lot There are a lot of layers to this first round thing here. Um, I was very distracted while you were talking because we have someone in the comments saying Strava is Serbian for horror, dread, fright, and awesome. And awesome. We're going to so, go with the last one I, for marketing purposes. I'm very confused by how it means all of those things. Um, but okay. Actually, after having sh- uh, shooting some Rakia with uh, one of our Serbian Nuggets friends uh, over the last couple of days down at the DNVR bar, I totally understand how those folks have horror, dread, fright, and awesome as the same word. It actually makes perfect <laughs> sense to me. Um. Okay, sorry, that little comment distracted me. I don't ever want to play the Lakers, man. I don't like I, I look and and I'm with Ice Under Adams Fridge, sure. Two, three decades, not the last couple of years, the Nuggets have, sure. have yeah, been yeah. scared of I the sold Lakers. it short. Yeah. <laughs> it's the last couple of decades ever. I don't care how healthy they are as long as they got Lakers on the front of their right. jerseys. I don't want to play them until the last possible moment. If someone else could knock them out before that happens, that'd be great. I just the juju. I can't look at that jersey and sure. say, okay, no, we dude. got this set. And this is Nug Life, right? But can you build an argument that slaying that dragon in the first yes. round? Because the Nuggets probably, That's guys, true. with the injuries, probably don't make the finals run. If they get there, you can't pick them to beat Brooklyn. <laughs> Does beating a battered Lakers team in the first round, is that a the last sort of step? RK, I know you're, you're kind of in agreement there. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's not even that. It's like, uh, at some point, you have to conquer this, right? Like you, ha- like at some point, the Nuggets are going to have to beat the Lakers in a playoff series to get where they need to go. Um, and yes, there is a world in which the Lakers lose to someone else, and somehow the Nuggets make a magical run. I just personally believe that, like, that could be what sparks the magical run. Right. Like, yep. you you've conquered the dragon in in the first level, and all of a sudden, all the other levels feel a lot easier. Uh, and you're like, oh, nothing can stop us now. You know, like we beat the Lakers. We're not going to run yes. into them. Don't start talking video, video games game in here. here. I was going to say, don't start talking video games in here. They're like, what the are you talking about? No, no, he's making some then injuries, in, injuries notwithstanding, you're just looking at this from a mentality standpoint, right? Clipper series. Are the Nuggets scared of the Clippers at this point? Hell no. Um, would they play the Jazz seven close games, injuries or not? I'm sure that's in their minds. They're ready to go for that series. Portland, I think Denver rolls them. So it is like mentally forget the basketball stuff. Cause there are a lot of questions with the injuries. We know that, but like yeah. this sort of little brother underdog syndrome, it's just the Lakers left. And from, from a Jokic standpoint, he's slayed every dragon in this league, except for LeBron and Anthony Davis. So yeah, there is something too, if they get that done. Okay. Now you're cooking with something, something magical potentially. Do you see the narrative nationally changing if they were to beat the Lakers in the first round with Jokic and everything? No, yes, I don't but think Ali, so either. I, see, I, I do. I actually see the narrative changing now. 
I really do. Um, you know, Bill Simmons recently did a huge podcast. He did 30 minutes on Jokic with Kevin O'Connor uh, and Kyle Mann, but they wrapped it up not just talking about Jokic, but talking about Denver. You know, Simmons compared them to some of those those great Celtics teams where because there's Jokic there first, there's just this dynamic of what do you do? How do you guard these guys? And so, yeah, it'll take a while for Murray to come back, but with the ascendance of Porter, the realization from the collective world, the outside world of who Jokic is, this is, you know, this year it's different because of injuries, but they've graduated past this cute runner-up if the planets align, they've got a chance. They're a problem for years to come. And I think folks are really waking up to that idea, even if they're never going to get, they're never going to be crowned as quickly as like the Clippers or whatever. But th- that narrative's changing in my opinion. And it's crazy because the this is all on the heels of the Jamal injury. Like that's when the narrative started changing, which is when right. you would have thought people would have just said, oh, Denver, no Jamal, throw him in the bin. Well, MPJ just shows like, oh, yeah, if you just give me the ball more, I just score more. Um, and all of a sudden people are like, wow, okay, so that guy's legit. Uh, Jokic right. is obviously the absolute truth. And it weirdly doesn't really matter who the hell else you put out there with them. That, uh, and, that's and, it, and man. I, right, and I think people are starting to say, oh, my God, when they get Jamal back and, you know, they're able to continue to piece this team together, they're going to be a problem. Right. You look at the Clippers and the Lakers and the Nets. Now, the Nets have great role players, but you just look at the top and taunt first. And then you go, OK, that comprises a contender. They'll fill in the rest, you know, as they see fit. The Nuggets with Porter playing at this level, that's where they're at, right? It's gone from, can you get the right guys around Jokic to, as long as those three are in Denver, you're going to have a sort of perennial kind of contender status. How long has Jamal been out? Oh, that's a great question. Are they like 16 games now? Does that sound right? They've won 10 of their last 12 games. Jamal Murray's out. They've lost four guards. Four guards are down in the last month from injury like the fact that yeah, this team is still it's around winning 15, 16 games i think yeah. it's insane yeah i mean that's it's a it's a testament to to i think three things right Jokic's mvp candidacy if it was in any doubt what does it look like when the best players go down oh they look maybe even a little bit better good stuff uh also porter like rk was just saying so, sometimes you have to ask a player in any league to be something he or she is not um, that is not what's happening. The, the Denver Nuggets are asking Michael Porter Jr. to be who he's always been. And in fact, there's an irony to that as they spent the last two, three years trying to teach him there are other ways to be in the first place. Uh, and now he just gets to be himself. And as we've learned, that is a ultra, ultra efficient score. So, uh, And then the last layer is Michael Malone, who does – he's starting to now, getting the credit he deserves for the culture that he and Jokic together have built, which – if you, you you just got to listen to what Shaq Harrison and Austin Rivers are saying. These are league journeymen. They just got here, and they're already talking about this like it's a life-changing experience. And that speaks to the, the culture that Malone and Jokic have built here, for sure. Is there I a love- little bit of the like, first day of school? You, you always love your teachers on the first day of school? Sure, but then like what? when it's the fifteenth of fifth day of school, fifteenth day, and your teacher still whips ass, it's just like free candy yeah, when you come sure. in. You know, everyone gets an A. You're like, yeah, this place. I like this school. That's an interesting expression to use with a teacher. <laughs> teacher still whips ass. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> no, regrettable. Back in the 60s, they moved doing that. Yeah. 
what used to be what kind of schools did you guys go to? <laughs> it's the East Coast. It's the East Coast. Anyway, what about Nick Wright? Vote oh no, don't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't have, but I saw it going in the comments. All right, I'll just say this. Too, but... I will say this. It's just noise. They got to fill airtime. That's what we're here for. No, no coast bias, baby. That's why we're here. Right. The answer is who? What? Yeah, I, yeah, I had yeah. literally never heard of this. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I forgot that Cleveland and LeBron won a championship a couple of years ago. So maybe don't come to me for your uh, hot take NBA news. But still, I. Never... But it's but it's not even NBA news. He just is does that with fo- with football with anyone. He just likes to have the hot takes. Like that's just like he's, one. He's the one same of those guy guys. that said the Broncos would win two games. Like yep, and then just ignore to- him. And then tried to beef with Mace over it because right. Mace was like, right. this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And then when the Broncos were like 0-3, he like tried to snap back at Mace. And it was like, bro, they more than doubled your win prediction. They still had a bad season, and they <laughs> more than doubled your prediction. I, you, I you mean, never wanna... everyone kept tagging Mace when, like, when he was talking. I was like, you. <laughs> You and come I at mean, Mace, you best not miss. That's all. I, I mean, know. Eric yeah. sent him a no coat. What was it? Was it a no coat no shirt? And he said he would wear no, it on the show. Frauds. My was, uh, yeah, yeah. City fraud shirts. And he said he would wear yeah. it on the show. And then said it got lost. So Look, I, I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell anyone how to fan, but just ignore him. That's my approach, and it's the best approach. You just <laughs> history, we're on the right side of history, and it's more fun just. to be in a smaller club on that side. But I honestly yep. do think that that's a, a big problem when these national people are talking. Like, sure. sure, I get that Denver and Jokic might not be, like, the hot topic. But I also, because they're later games wow. and everything like that, like, they're not actually watching Jokic. Like, I've seen multiple players. I showed Ryan. Like, one guy was, like, player A, player B. And literally everyone chose player A, which was Jokic. But if you hear Jokic's name, you're like, ah, I don't know. That, like, that guy who's kind of out of shape. Like, there's so many people who don't actually watch Jokic. And I can't believe at this point how many years in people aren't watching Jokic. But that's why they don't get it. And it's so frustrating because it's like, just watch a game and you'll understand. I mean, even yeah, then, and, even then it's stretching it because I was sitting in, I was sitting in the bar last week after the Nuggets beat the Clippers, like led throughout that whole game, despite the Clippers all of a sudden couldn't miss in the last minute and a half. Still, like the Nuggets still won that game. They won it. They won it with relative ease. Like it wasn't wasn't that impressive. And immediately following that was an ESPN segment with Jalen Rose, where he was like, "They were like, oh, if these two teams play in the in the postseason, who's gonna win?" And he's like, "Oh, I think it's the Clippers." Why? Look, uh, eventually they're gonna <laughs> Why, realize. <laughs> eventually they're gonna realize, and and I, they get to set those trends. So if the trends dictate, well, we shouldn't talk about the Nuggets, like. Only you can change that, and you can change that by just talking about the Nuggets. But look, in the meantime, it's more for us. I, I, I'm not worried about it. You know, you, you let those guys do their thing, and and it's uh, it, it's more business for us at the end of the day, frankly. Yeah, I mean, Drew, you've talked about it. We had a lot of people tweeting at us with, like, all the comments from Nick Wright. Like, that's why DNVR is here. Like, there is no coast, no bias. Is that – I always say it wrong. Is that no, the right way? No coast bias. No coast bias. <laughs> no coast bias. I knew I said it wrong. Um. But, I mean, 
we are here to cover every single team the right way, no matter if it was popular or if it's not like these, like Drew, Drew has been covering the Rockies during such a rough stretch. Like AJ covered the, the abs during a, a terrible stretch. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what's good for ratings. Like we're always going to cover these teams as best as we can every single day. And that's one of the reasons you should subscribe to DNVR. Plus it's a community. We've truly built such a fun community. Whenever we see members down here at the DNVR bar and they grab our attention, it's so much fun talking to everyone or even become friends with each other because they know each other online or they've talked in our DNVR lounge discord member discord. So much fun. So many reasons that you should be a DNVR member and you get a free shirt when you sign up for an annual. And right now, we are doing a fun new perk where the next 300 members, if you sign up, will become a, if you sign up to become an annual DMVR member, you will receive a free shirt and a recovery holistic for, stick from Holistic Wellness. They are awesome. Another CBD product. What are you shaking your head, Ryan? Oh, I just don't think holistic stick was a fun thing to put into a read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm with Ryan on that one. I've come to embrace the pain of that one. Holistic stick. Okay. Well, holisticstickwellness.com. Better yet, they are offering our listeners 30% off their first purchase using the code DNVR30. Get an annual membership, get a DNVR shirt, and also um, get this awesome CBD product. Okay. Good stuff. Vote. That was perfect time to segue to just a quick little DMVR read. But um, there's a lot of guards down right now. Are you worried at all heading into the playoffs? <laughs> the injury yeah. situation? The team has no guards, are you? <laughs> <laughs> How yeah, are I we mean, feeling? <laughs> the, this, they've pivoted to a defense first team right now, which is wild. And it's working, right? In the regular season, they're going to win a lot of games that way. In the playoffs, I think the game plan should be pretty clear. If you're Denver's opponent, you sell out to deny the entry pass to Jokic to begin with. Um, and you're sending, whether it's late or early, maybe you mix it up, you're sending help off the weak shooters. And as long as it's these lineups with Faku and or Shaq Harrison and even Aaron Gordon, who hasn't been a great catch-and-shoot guy in Denver, that space is going to get cramped. And so defenses will say, forget regular season percentages like, Let's ask ourselves a question. Does Jokic beat us or does Facundo Campazzo beat us tonight? And that's an easy, easy question to answer. So it's going to come down to some of these guys hitting shots. Um, defensively, I think they're in a better spot than I thought after the Gary Harris trade. You know, obviously Aaron Gordon, you like him better for the wings. Uh, but Shaq Harrison and Campazzo look great. And together they can be terrors. And if, it's a big if, if Dozier's healthy in the playoffs – all of a sudden, you've got some guys where you feel comfortable guarding the Damian Lillards, you know, uh, the Donovan Mitchells, and obviously that was the concern when he shipped Gary out. So I think they can match up okay with some of these teams. It's just offensively, as good as Porter's been, he's not Jamal in that he can just run this two-man game with, with Jokic, dribble around, those pick and rolls. It's not the same thing. And so as the defenses hone in on Jokic and blowing up those handoffs from Porter, it will come down to some of these backup guys hitting shots. Has has Aaron Gordon been kind of a disappointment on offensively anyway? I, I think it's yes and no. I mean, he's just not going to be that guy. Like, that's the big splashy trade, right? So then, you know, Murray and Will Barton go down. I think just it's natural to say, okay, well, Aaron Gordon's the next guy that steps up. That's not really his game. And, and you know, all of a sudden, 
that's asking him to be who he was in Orlando, which as we know was suboptimal. Um, he's a utility guy, AJ. He's going to help you on the boards, some tertiary playmaking, not secondary, but, but he can make some passes um, and defensive specialist, frankly, which he's embraced. So this yeah, would all just... look a lot prettier if he was still the fifth option, which remember was the plan. Um, it would still look like it did. I think in those first eight games, it's just like the guy just like he went scoreless. Like there have been some games where it's it's like six points, and it's yeah. like okay, like I'm not I'm not asking. I'm, I'm I didn't he didn't come in here. And there were sure. no expectations from me that he was going to average 18 points a game or anything like that. But like there have been a, there have been a healthy handful of games where he's really just not a factor at all offensively, and it feels like. That part of it is a little lacking. Everything else, everything else that he's doing, sure, 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 and great, it'll be highlighted. Thing. It'll be highlighted without these injuries, and so it will be frustrating. You, you just like yeah. it, you just have to remind yourself it just wasn't why they traded for him, right? It wasn't the situation they hoped to bring Aaron Gordon into. Otherwise, it would all make a lot more sense. The, the other thing, man, is like he was traded for and it was hey slow your roll contain your role who are you in denver we need you to be this guy he was that guy for eight games and now it's oh everyone's out can you score for us again and he's probably doing a bit of a tightrope walk right what is doing too much where do i get my shots in this offense so you know it, i'm with you at suboptimal but if they're winning games his defense is good you'll live with it you know what i mean yeah, it kind of reminds me of like when the Broncos drafted Cortland Sutton and he was the third option receiving behind uh, Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders and he was like killing it. And then right. uh, both of those guys, one was hurt, one was traded, and all of a sudden rookie Cortland Sutton is the number one wide receiver yeah. going up against the best corners in the league and it was just like, oh, this isn't working anymore. Yeah, right. Different difference being that he was rookie Cortland Sutton and Aaron Gordon's yes, yes, been yes. like a lead guy on, on an NBA team for but, but listen, a, listen, a this is the that's the thing about AG. He wasn't a good one. Right. And then but there's a the reason I <laughs> he totally was understand. Miscast, right? When they traded for him, he was the third option in Orlando. It's not, you know, so this is a guy who occasionally could put the ball on the floor, could make a play. You look for him in transition. But Aaron Gordon never, even going back to Arizona, it was really never put the ball in his hands and let him let him run some magical offense, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's just not, like you said, he's probably the one, at least offensively, <laughs> the one being hurt most by the injuries. Hands down. So his, his catch and shoot numbers, drastically different without Monte and Will and Jamal. He was a, he's a decent, you know, wide open catch and shoot guy, but the, the geography of the floor is just different now. So he, he's learned how to navigate that. Um, just he, I like this comment here. Aaron is doing the dirty work. That's really true. Like he just does a lot of the stuff they're asking him to do. And to brief, be frank, they're not asking him to give them 20 points. All right, let's move on to some Rockies and Broncos talk and who won the week to finish up the show. First, whether you're looking at refinancing your current mortgage or buying a new home, Mike and Virginia will make this process as simple and smooth as possible. And honestly, looking at real estate and looking at buying a home right now is hectic. The market in Denver, especially. So Mike and Virginia will work tire tirelessly to help you out and make that process a lot easier. You can visit them at dmvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DMVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get signed up with a free consultation to discuss all of your options. 
just sit down and talk to them and hear them out and see kind of what you can do when it comes to refinancing your home or if you're looking to buy a home. Like I said, uh, definitely check it out at dmvrmortgage.com. Where is it? ML NMLS one or Mike and Chevalier NMLS one nine three one zero zero six Virginia Chevalier NMLS one nine one zero six three one. I'm getting faster at it, guys. Um, okay, so Nighthawk, can you go away? Bye. <laughs> Show's over for you. Um, love you, but go away. Okay, Drew. The Rockies take on the Cardinals, meaning the Rockies take on Nolan Arenado for the first time this season. The first time ever. The Colorado Rockies have yeah. never gone against Nolan Arenado before. Yeah. Um, it's going to be an interesting one. How are you feeling? Yeah, you know, it, it is going to be an interesting one. I'm actually a little bit nervous for this baseball game because it doesn't matter if the Colorado Rockies win or lo lose baseball games this year because they're going to lose <laughs> most of them and it's just whatever it, it, it is what it is we've all resigned ourselves to that fact long ago right but this is one of those the meta conversation is so much more important here this has nothing to do with the Colorado Rockies winning or losing a baseball game it has everything to do with Rockies fans and Colorado sports fans sick and tired of being the butt of every single joke, sick and tired of feeling like they don't count, like they don't matter, that everything else that happens in the game of baseball is just, oh yeah, he used to play there, didn't he? Well, his real career starts now. All of this stuff, like it, it's going to be tough. The last thing any Rockies fan wants, and this is where the anxiety, you can go and listen to the DMVR Rockies podcast today, Michaela, just like what you don't want is Austin Gomber, who's on the hill tonight in no. game one of this set, <laughs> the key piece in the trade to go out there and just get destroyed. And for every stinking Cardinals fan, like even our favorite Snyhawk, to come here and stick it in the, the face of Rockies fans and go, what a joke of a franchise. You traded the greatest third baseman of all time for this guy we just put up six runs on in two innings, ball game, get out of here. It's, you know, uh, that's, there's a real anxiety, it, right? There are happen. two ways this game goes that way. <laughs> Don't be or, negative. Get that negativity out of here. You've got that. Oh, moment, we ain't going to get right? vote out of here too. I forgot about that. He's been all sneaking right. by. Oh, I'm giving, I'm giving there. Nighthawk such a hard time. Um, Don't, don't ask me about Nolan. It's going uh, well. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The, the, At least the, he has a Nuggets flag now. Remember when he used to have a Cardinals flag up? Yeah, we had to threaten his job. Yep, just, <laughs> I had to kick God. kick him out of the the stream <laughs> multiple times. Uh, so yeah, this is one of those uh, you know where the the game matters more than the game, if that makes any sense. And it's all the narratives and everything going around it. And the Rockies just don't want to go out there and get embarrassed. And Gomber doesn't want to go out there and be bad. And, you know, will they probably lose on a three-run home run from Nolan Arenado? Yeah, that's just how these things no. go. Uh, no. It's just Don't what happens. Don't speak it into existence. But there's also the possibility, and this is why we love sports, right? Because because this game does not matter, really, for either team. But, you know, what if Nolan goes 0 for 3 with three strikeouts and Austin Gomber pitches seven strong innings? No, and... he's going to pitch a no-hitter, and he's going to get a curtain <laughs> call from Cardinals fans because that's what happens. <laughs> He doesn't even need to do that. We were talking with Katie Wu earlier, and she was going, she was even agreeing with us. I was like, eh, they'll give a curtain call to a guy for having a solid, productive ground out to second base that moves the runner from second to third. That is true. <laughs> it's a that bit much true. out there. It should be a fun set, 
but I want this one tonight. I don't usually, you know, whatever. Like I said, the Rockies, I picked them to win 70 games. Patrick picked them to win 66. Not going to be a good season. Don't care. I don't care if they lose the next two games 15 to nothing. I want this one tonight. I just want all those narratives flipped on their head. I want I want Gomber to go out and shove. I want him to strike out Nolan Arenado in the first at bat. I want Nolan to kick a ball at third base. I want the only <laughs> ball that he puts in play today to be a diving stop from Josh Fuentes, guns him out at first base, and then says something like, I'm the better cousin. And then Ryan McMahon go, goes like three for five with two home runs and said, I'm the third baseman in Colorado now. That's what I want. Yeah. None I think, I think, I think Mike, no, stop. Mike, drop back then. <laughs> Mike, drop. Yeah, and then back he picked the mic back up and sauntered off the stage. <laughs> I, can, I can honestly say I've never been more confident in anything than the fact that Austin Gomber is going to get shelled oh. and Nolan Arenado is not only going to hit a home run, he's going to have like at least one web gym. Do you no guys way. you guys really want to roll your eyes? The the cards fans will give Gomber a standing ovation too. Just just because the just because they the can. Game. Just so they can pat themselves on the back. <laughs> That's right. Just so they can We're so good. Game. Such so good fans. Former, wow. That guy's a former player. Wow. Look at us. <laughs> oh god. That's actually how, that's how they give him the claps while they're over giving him the ovation. Right. Yes. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it's going to be an interesting one. You can catch uh, the DNVR Rockies post-game series show on Sunday. And, Drew, you guys are going to have a special guest on Sunday, right? Yeah, we just uh, yeah, we just got that in. We got John Gray on the show for Sunday. Everyone be on that. Uh, he's the best. Hell yeah. <laughs> John, John Gray is the absolute best, especially when you get to talk baseball, zombies, ghosts, and hair, and video games. Oh, wow. Something for everyone. That's right. Something for everyone. <laughs> So definitely tune into that. All right. Bar is getting set up to be open. So that's why you hear all the Let's ice go. in the background. Um, Ryan, uh-huh. any news on Aaron Rodgers to Denver? Any update? Anything we should know? Um, I- yeah, not really. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's simmering right now. We're waiting for it to come to a boil. We need to add a little salt to the pot. Uh, if you don't know, that helps to speed up the boiling process. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, thank a little, you. little life hack for you. Chef Ryan, um, thank you. <laughs> Kitchen um, corner. Yes, exactly. June 2nd, uh, over under June one and a half. I, I mean, I guess a little over. I think it'll be June 2nd if it's going to happen. Um, I think probably the week leading up to that, you'll hear buzz start to build back up. Or the the Packers just dig their heels in here and don't do anything and say like you figure it out if you want to do you know you got to do what you got to do so I think that's a possibility I'm not nearly as confident as a lot of other people um, but as I explained on Three Ring Circus today like I'm just in the uh, I'm like I've reached the emotional protection phase yeah um, where I'm like yeah I probably shouldn't get my hopes up too much on right, this that, right. that might be detrimental I always have <laughs> yeah uh, but like Zach Stevens today said that uh, he thinks it's an eighty percent chance that that uh, Aaron Rodgers is a Bronco. I'm at 50. I think there's a 50% chance. But. Big Zach Stevens guy. <laughs> <laughs> the positivity. Um, Let's go that way. By the way, Ali, I think I just I think I just now realized the answer to your question. I think it's been 12 games without Jamal and they're 10 and 2. Yes. I was thinking what I was thinking of was since the Aaron Gordon trade where they're like 13 and 13 or something like that. Yeah. Perfect. Anyway, Better late than never. Better late. The more than you never. know. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Is there any other Broncos news you want to chat about before we hit who won the week, Ray? Nope. Cool. Sick. <laughs> We're going to go to who won the week. Who did the most and who did the least? Who was the dog and who was the beast? Who's in the boat and who's up a creek? Let's see. Who won the week? Oh, I liked that little added and extra in there, Brendan. Yeah. I'm feeling it. <laughs> All right. Well, then, if you're feeling it, let's go with you first. Brendan, why did the Nuggets win the week? Go. Um, I'll go with Michael Porter this time. Michael Porter won the week. Uh, I think he has, he has a national narrative now of uh, superstar or, or, or budding superstar. And I think people are looking at it. It was Jokic and Murray. I think people are now looking at it as Jokic and Porter. Um, to be frank, guys, I don't know. By the time Murray comes back, he may be the third guy on this team. I think Michael Porter won the week. All right. With three seconds to spare and Drew in the middle of it, doing a new mixture of Mountain Beach and Hot Peak IPA. I was waiting to see if anyone was going to notice that I was drinking two different beers throughout this entire, and I, I gave you one at this. I did exact same time, and someone finally came up with it. That's right. I've been I've been trying out a new, new combination. Yeah. The Drew special. Yeah, Wait, that's, oh that's man, I, picked, I made the wrong special. pick. Whatever, whatever. It's too. Late. It's too <laughs> should have been Michael Malone. I kind of want to go Facundo Composito now. Yeah. Uh, I missed my chance. I missed Tiny my chance. King. Yeah, didn't I'm Michael Malone win Coach of the Month? He did. He did win coach of the month. Um, I just don't know. Malone's kind of like a static. You know? <laughs> I was say, is it for what he did this week? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I mean, Porter's stonks are just. Porter he got a ton of love, though. Like he had multiple players say great things about him. Publicly. That's true. Like, That's true. There's a lot of ways you could have gone. There's a lot of ways you could have gone with the Nugs for sure. That's exciting because a few weeks ago there was bad. Not many ways with Jamal being hurt no and everything like that. So. All right. AJ. Oh, let's mix it up. Ryan, why did the Broncos win the week? Go. Oh, the Broncos win the week because while the Aaron Rodgers thing might still be boiling, um, he uh, the reporting out there has been that he has stamped Denver as the number one team that he would want to go to in a trade. And on top of just the fact that that's incredible for the Broncos if the trade actually gets done, this is the second time this offseason that that's happened with a quarterback. Sean Watson was the other one. The Broncos are very clearly a desirable place for good quarterbacks to go. So if they don't benefit off that very soon, they could very well benefit off that in the future. Okay. That was a good one. I'm by that. I'm by that. All right, Drew. Go. Uh, so the Colorado Rockies won the week because they beat the San Francisco Giants in incredibly dramatic fashion. Yeah, they did. Said, I'll actually even go more specifically and say Charlie Blackman. He's having a really terrible start to the season, just the worst start to a season of his career. But for him to hit that three-run jack, to come alive, and then basically won the game the next day with a base hit as well, he's the reason they won that series against the Giants. He's about to become second all-time Mr. Rocky to only Todd Helton in all the stats. So Charlie Blackman and the Colorado Rockies win the week perfect um i'm really honestly, glad that oh, i was gonna say i'm really glad that i got i said the broncos won the week on a week where they didn't actually do anything and my case was that they didn't actually do anything and i didn't get any crap for it usually i get uh, attacked for that that was your best they didn't do anything argument ever i think i think <laughs> thank it's you, because thank you. 
I think it's because you do it so much that at this point everyone's kind of just over it. They're like, okay, well, whatever. How else are they? Good? They don't. People they're not say playing any very nice things about them. Yeah, that they're not playing, and when they have been playing, it wasn't anything winning the week worthy. So you'll you still know, get more votes for quarterbacks saying that Denver is neat than I will get for Charlie Blackman hitting a walk off. Bottom of the seventh, I don't know, it's the seventh, uh, three run home run. So, you know, it is what it is. We'll just call it bottom of the ninth. Yeah. <laughs> End of so game. bizarre to say it that way. End of game. End of game home run. End of game. End of game. Um, I will forever love the video of the little kid screaming, Charlie Blackbird. It makes me so happy. Go watch that if you need some extra serotonin on this Friday. It's just, you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. All right, AJ, why did the Avs win the week? Go. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Alex Newhook winning the week this week because this is a guy that started uh, started the year in Boston College, uh, went to WJC's for a month, had to deal with a lot of injuries, didn't get to play very many games this year for a second year. He only played like 25 20 you know 25 to 30 games in his second year destroyed the ahl came up to the nhl made his debut as colorado second line center and that could be it moving forward perfect that's it guys thank you all for watching the denver sports podcast the dmvr bar is open in like four minutes it's gonna be a fun friday saturday sunday Bring your moms down to the DMVR bar. Celebrate Mother's Day. Any moms that are watching, happy Mother's Day. Thank you for being awesome. Let's go and moms. Let's go moms. Like Drew Brees was moms. Let's hear it for the moms. Let's, go let's hear moms. for the moms. Moms are honestly, all day. You should always bring your mom to the DMVR bar, <laughs> not just on Mother's Day. It's a fun place. Moms <laughs> love Henry. Can confirm. Ali, please change my answer to Faku in the tweet, okay? Argentina's going to kill me. <laughs> They missed the show. It's fine. We can just change it. They won't know. Miss, and change my answer to moms because nobody ever yeah. votes for the Rockies. And if you change it to moms, I'm going to win. Moms might win. I actually vote for moms. Uh, all right. Well, Austin a- Gomber's mom because she's saying a big old prayer right now. Oh, seriously. All right. Well, catch all of our post game shows Avs, Nuggets, Rockies. We are always on our YouTube channel, so definitely go give that a like. Bets is up next. We've got breakdowns for both games before tonight. We're always busy here. The bar is open. Come party, and we will see you guys next week.